Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. Happy to be here today. We have a very special guest on the episode today, Mrs. Heidi Wasink. But before we get to that, Pastor Josh, what's up? Oh, not much, Sammy. What's up with you? Not much. It's been a busy week for you getting ready for the fundraiser. Very busy. I think I'm like 90% there. Wow. You've got a couple days to uh, go yet. I know. I might take Thursday off. Who knows? Wow. Good if for I get you. it all done. That's the goal. You've had a couple uh, couple busy weeks here with the retreats. Yeah, I've been very busy lately. It's going to slow down after the fundraiser a little bit, I think. That'd so that good. will be nice. That'd be good. Yes, but another thing that kept me busy that you wanted to talk about yeah. today was the worship night. Yeah, I wanted to ask how you thought Sunday night went. I thought it went very well. <laughs> me too um i was i was uh very impressed of course by the musical gifts mm-hmm. uh they did a great job it's always amazing to me that um yeah four college students are willing to drive out from calvin university and yeah lead us in worship but i was really impressed with the uh all the students who shared too and and maddie it was yeah it's very neat very well you spoken think? i thought it was very well one thing with the college students that came to lead it, it's always cool to me that they're not like worship majors. They just like to do this. Mm-hmm. So just out of like the goodness of their heart and in their free time, they're doing this. Yeah, I was surprised when you said that. I wondered yeah. if any of them had done worship at church. Because like Ellie did violin through yeah. worship. So I wondered how, if the other ones did that too. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to ask because I'm assuming they'll do it again someday. Sometime. Yeah, I would think so. I would hope so. Yes, but the students did a great job. Yeah, all about, of them were really prepared. They had yeah. notes written out, and yeah, that was really impressive. Yeah, and I thought it was really cool to see because it was a young adult, a high school student, and a middle school student, and you could definitely see like the different stages of life that they're in, but still are aware of where they're at in their own relationship with Jesus, which I thought was really cool. They did I a great so job. Too. It did uh, remind me that we have a couple professions of faith coming up which will be fun for the congregation to listen in on and Mm -hmm. i think we have four high school students were in the process with which is great yes that's exciting we didn't have a little a few for a little while there so it'll be nice to have a few more yeah good night of worship and uh the second time ellie's come out with her friends Mm -hmm. have to see if they are willing to do that again in the fall yeah but yeah, it sounds like you're going to be talking about worship today on the podcast. Yes, that is the reason we have Heidi on to talk a little bit about worship coordinating, what goes into coordinating a service, how long she's been doing it, what she likes about it, what she doesn't. Lots. We cover quite a bit, and she even said there's probably more she could have talked about, but on today's, we kept it at 30 minutes of content for you. Well, Let's stick around, listen in. get started. Should I call you Mrs. Wasink or Heidi Wasink? Heidi. (laughs) Heidi Wasink. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sammy. How are you today? I'm doing great. Good. Are you excited to be finally on this? You're a big fan of You Heard It Here First. I am a big fan. Yes. I try to listen to all. You're probably in our top 10 listeners, I would assume. Yeah. 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 Which one was your favorite? Oh, I can't pick a favorite. You can't pick it. No. Okay, fine. But I often like to 
tune in when I'm prepping supper or cleaning up yeah. or folding laundry or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice little background. It is. Conversation. It's great. Yes. And, you know, we're empty nesters now. So oh, yeah. Yikes. I don't have children around as much. Yeah. So you need someone to listen to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, so. we're glad that you listened to it. But you are also a staff member here at First Cutlerville. So that's True. why we have you on today. True. A little while ago, I interviewed Ellie yeah. Mulder yes. to talk about worship coordinating. Yep. But you've been doing it a little bit longer. Yeah. Might know some more of the details. So we're going to talk about it a little bit in depth today. Good. But for people that don't know you, let's do a quick little get to know you time. Sure. I liked my first question that I had. Yes. Because I thought this picture was cute. But you recently posted that cute picture mm -hmm. of you. And was that all your grandchildren? Was it the Christmas tree one? Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. We have six grandchildren. Six. Yes. Um, and one on the way. That's so, exciting. Yes. When's the next Lord one due? Um, middle of May. Okay. Yes. That's kind of soon. I know. Yeah. It's like two months. Yeah. So. Exciting. Yeah. Great. Yes. So that's normally how I start with people to tell me a little bit about their families. Yeah. So you have six grandkids. Who else is in, in your fam? Right. So I'm married to Mark and we have four children. Nice. And they are now all married. Um, Kelly is married to Ben, and they have three little ones. Nice. Um, Evelyn, Tessa, and Case, and Brett and Emma. Her name's Emma. Evelyn? Evelyn. I yeah. always just thought it was Evie. Yeah. No, it's Evelyn, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. How cute. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. And then Brett and Emma have Ethan and Leo. Nice. And John and Allie have Esther, Joe, and number two on the way exciting so and Mr. then anna Joe, and evan anna and evan were recently married um november five. Oh yes yeah. gotta remember all those anniversaries yep. now yep. yep so um yes it's it's great great yeah yes i know anna and evan the best probably yes. they're yes, my you do my good pals with yeah. the youth group they do a great job they they love they love working with you yes i recently learned that evan's good at ice skating Yes. And Anna is too. She was trying to say that yeah. she like couldn't do it. And I was like, you're totally fine at this. Yeah. No, she's good at it too. Evan's just like fast and can do it backwards and stuff. So that. Well, he's kind of low to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't fall very no. far. <laughs> he, but he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's athletic. Yeah. And he doesn't, isn't afraid. Yeah. And he was skating laps around these. Yeah. Kids. And he loves to have fun. Yeah. It was great. So we love working with Anna and Evan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, something else I've noticed working with you is you tend to like to travel quite a bit or you have the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. You were recently in Florida. Was that your last trip? Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Was that yeah. your friend trip? Oh, no. Um, I I did get to go to Florida with um, some high school friends. Yes. Yeah. That's so fun. And so that was really fun. Yeah. Um, we've been friends for like over 30 years. Yeah. And, and you still get together like once or yeah, twice a year? Yeah. It, we've kind of resurrected some of that friendship actually yeah. in the last oh, good. five to seven years. And so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So um, the other way that um, I get to travel is with Mark. Mm -hmm. His job requires some of that and there's at least three trips a year okay that nice i try to accompany him and yeah it's good it's good for our marriage to yeah 
go along and for sure. um and so yeah i get to see what he does and most of the the three that i get to go on are like uh big conventions or conferences yeah. or something like that so yeah which those like convention stuff tend to be pretty cool right they yeah. got like a lot of things yeah. that they offer and stuff yep yeah. so very cool yeah what's the best trip you've been on lately I don't know what lately means. Well, Maybe the last COVID, like, few years. Yeah, COVID yeah. kind of put the kibosh on that yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We were able to go to Hawaii. Ooh. Yeah, that was like, that was a little while ago, five, six years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's maybe, okay. Something like that. But I'd like to go to Hawaii someday, yeah, I think. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Kind of, It was a bucket list. Yeah. You know, thing. So. Very fun. Yeah. Someday. Yes. I don't know why I've never been there. I like to travel too, but I've never been like, oh, I need to go to Hawaii. It is a long flight. Yeah. But, and the time change, but it's beautiful. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Mine's more Alaska. I really want to go to Alaska. Yes. I think that'd be so cool. Yes. Looks so pretty. Beautiful. Yes. Great. Um, Do you have any fun hobbies that you do when you're not working? Well, I really do like to read. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Did not know this. I I wouldn't say I'm like an avid avid reader. I uh, haven't found a much time recently. Okay. So that's a little bit of the issue. And like yeah. you know, you get kind of lost in a book and yeah. then I then I don't do anything else. And yeah. That's not good. <laughs> so I'm like Monica, that's yeah, what she right? does. Or like Ellie Fenema. She yeah. just is oh, always reading. Yes, that's true. Um I also like to Oh, I guess actually, I like to run or walk. Mm-hmm. And, do you do that by yourself, or do you have like people you run with? Well, I I like to do it socially. Really, yeah. I mean, I do like to walk on my own too. And there's there are times actually up, um, if we're up at the cottage, um, most of the time I end up going by myself. Okay, and it's about a three mile loop around the lake. Nice and perfect. You know, I can play music and yeah, it's sometimes a good alone time with god really yeah kind of thing so that's fun but i really do like if it's about getting the exercise Uh i need accountability yeah and i have some friends that run with and that's been great yes so very nice yeah sweet um we're gonna transition a little bit into the worship planning part but before that how long have you been a member here at first colorville we Joined this church in 1996. Oh, wow. So 20... The year before I was born. Yes. <laughs> I remember when you were born. I bet Sammy. you do. I do. Yes. Well, me and Johnny Beautiful. are close to the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think you went to each other's birthday parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have some pictures of John at my yeah. birthday parties. Yeah. Like a butter butterfly-themed party. Yeah. But John was there. The one boy. Ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> at like four years old. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember when you yeah. were born. And, um, yeah, so that's about 26 years ago-ish. So, yes. Nice. And how long have you been in your role as, is it worship coordinator? Is that your title? Sure. How long have you been in that role? Oh, about four or five years. Okay. I think it was 2017 or 2018. Okay. Before that i was involved on you know kind of on a worship planning team on a volunteer yeah. basis yeah when did this become like a job because it's uh, kind of newer for our church right yeah yeah it had it had kind of become a job um i don't know maybe a year or two before i stepped into it okay so yeah yeah so not super long yeah. but you are one of four 
Correct. Correct. Right. Yep. We have a great worship planning team. Um, Ellie that you've interviewed and Holly Gort mm-hmm. and Ruth Dykhouse and myself. Nice. Um, I'm trying to get Holly and Ruth on the podcast yes, someday. Yes, that would be good. Holly has told me no a few times. So let's, I'm going to say that yeah. on the podcast so people can be like, Holly, no, you should <laughs> encourage do it. her to, <laughs> yeah. do, to do it. Well, yeah. if, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little scary, but you, you can. can get through yeah, it. You, Holly and I are friends. Yes. And once you get talking, you, you, yeah. make people feel very at ease in here so it's it's not as scary as i thought yeah someday we'll get high. i'm good i'm glad it's not scary <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so when when we kind of um went to the this current structure mm-hmm. um it's great to have four planners yeah um someone kind of needs to take the lead you yeah. know it's kind of like the i don't know like the chair of a team or committee yeah someone's kind of got a maybe kind of hold things together. So yeah. that's where um, I do some of those things. Okay. Um, where you have more like office time than yeah, the rest of yeah, the... Yeah, try to... Yeah, because there's certain things communication-wise, yeah. you know, communication is so important. Yeah, and for sure. when you can be here for a little bit, then that really helps. Mm-hmm. And collaboration with other staff members yeah. and that kind of thing. So yeah. So yeah. you're kind of the point person. Yeah, for that's them. a great way to put it. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I think that helps give people an idea because everyone knows like we have... It's Heidi's Sunday or it's Holly's Sunday, right. but like kind of how does it all get brought together? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes yep. a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so you've been in the position almost five years. Sure. And what made you want to do it? Well, I had been involved on a volunteer role, mm-hmm. um, in a volunteer role. Um, but I was also praying about kind of what to do next. Yeah. Um over the years I had uh, mostly been a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. but usually always had some kind of part-time gig. Yeah. Like... Some, some side thing. Yeah, some side thing. Yeah. Started out as a bookkeeper for a small printing company. Oh, nice. Yeah, so kind of did yeah. the bookkeeping. Didn't you play the piano somewhere, too, for school or yeah. helped with, like, a yep. choir? I did um, Wayland High School. Yeah. Okay. Over the years, I also did, you know, some in-home daycare. Yeah. I was Kids Hope Director here for, oh, like, yes. four years. Yes. Yeah. So kind of over the years, always wanted And to you be. would lead GEMS stuff for yeah. a while, too? Not that that's, like, yeah. a full-time yeah, position, but, but... Yeah. So um, at the time, and then praying about what to do next, and then this opened up, mm-hmm. and at the same time that the accompanist, the choral accompanist job opened up. Mm. So... I did both. Okay. For four yes. years. And then we kept having more grandkids. And so the pull of that yeah. made me step away from the choir job. Okay. And, yeah. Do this. So this is your one side thing. Right. About how many hours is it a week? Well, <laughs> I know this is a hard one for you. <laughs> I have extra time right now. So yeah. I, some of it is a little bit volunteer sometimes. But yeah. When you're planning a worship service, it that week those weeks get um fuller. Yeah. Um on an off week, you know, maybe five to eight okay. or so. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Depends. Depends on the week. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Um so. what does kind of a typical week look like? Like you said, there's a planning week and then like an mm-hmm. off week. So let's talk about the planning week first. What kind of goes into planning a service when it's your in quotes, your Sunday. Sure. Well, and I should say like, okay, so for example, this coming Sunday, March 6th mm-hmm. is my 
yeah. Sunday. So it's communion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've really kind of been thinking about it for the past three weeks or so. Yeah. And so each of us planners, we have um, templates that we use to plan, kind of plan a worship service, mm-hmm. which elements are included and that kind of thing. So I probably um, started the template for this probably like four weeks ago. Okay. Just to kind of start putting things in. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, praying over how the songs to choose, um, mm-hmm. any confession assurance piece, what elements to involve, who to involve, yeah, you know, so it really helps to kind of do that. But then when it comes to making sure everything's um, decided, yeah. you know, um, you know, that takes a little bit couple hours to kind of pull some of that together. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of it's communication too and making sure, you know, there might be now on our communion Sundays, we, we do missionary support for offerings, but sometimes there might be a special offering cause that you want to pull in or, or for example, um, this Sunday, this Sunday you get to, I get to talk talk. about two things. Yes. So that's super exciting. Time for Sammy. Yes. Yes. Can't wait for that. <laughs> I wrote it today. I know what I'm saying. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that helps. Yes, it does help. So, um, you have to so think yeah. through all those things, all those and how things, it fits. So who, and making sure you're communicating with your, with your praise team, then your tech team and, mm-hmm. um, and pulls the PowerPoint together. So making sure all those details are yeah. figured out. Yeah. yeah. I think that's something that I know I sometimes forget about all the details behind it. Like you show up on Sunday and there's people on stage singing and mm-hmm. you just don't think about the communication that goes behind it or the people doing the live stream. Mm-hmm. But there's all yeah. that communication that happens yeah. ahead of time to make sure that people know when to be there to practice the songs and yeah. when to start the live stream. Things that we probably don't even think about. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But then you just practice to do that all the time yeah. without even thinking about yeah. it probably. Well, there's... Rarely does a uh, worship service go on where I think, oh, shoot, I forgot to do that. Yeah. Or, but that's learning. Yeah. Constantly learning. For sure. Yeah. And we don't notice it if something well, was forgotten. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yes. This kind of answered a lot of my questions I had next. So I'm just trying to see. Oh. Um, I was talking with Pastor Josh a little bit about yeah. this interview that we're doing today. Mm-hmm. And he was mentioning that there's like different categories of thinking through things as you plan a service. Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember specifics of what he was talking about, but like, is there, what are some of those categories that you think through like the big things to make sure get put in a service? Sure. Well, um, you know, this might be ob- seem obvious, but which season of the liturgical calendar we're in, right? So yep. Lent begins. Um, so you might want to kind of frame your service around that mm-hmm. um, would be one. Um, so the, and then the content, you're also thinking about the participants. Yeah. Um, you know, now obviously when we have a guest pastor, that kind of shapes everything, but yeah. the, the sermon series. Yeah. Um, some of the things that we might be as planners kind of trying to um, a common thread that we might want to be using in our services. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, you know, like you had noted too, there's different groups of people yeah. um, that you want to involve. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I've, I guess I've 
tried to grow in this area is really um, thinking about all of the worshipers that come. Mm-hmm. And um, there's such a varied, we're such a varied group of people. Yeah, it's a very wide range of people right. that attend. You know, ages and interests, but also what someone might be bringing to the service. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you might have um, the joy of a baby or grandbaby born. Yeah. And then you might have a sadness. Yeah. Right? There might be oh, something I've never heavy. never thought about it that way. That's right? a really good way to be thinking about it. Right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, someone might be going through a really tough time. Yeah. As a parent or um, in their occupation or yeah. something. And they're they're walking into to church yeah. carrying that. And yeah. so thinking about that and also thinking about the person who might be very um, feel joyful that morning. Yeah. Um, so you want to keep those things in mind yeah. as well. Yeah. Like when I was making my list, I was just thinking about different kind of like demographics of people. Right. Like mm-hmm. we have some kids in the service and then the high school students and mm-hmm. some older adults and visitors and new members and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So right. it's good to be thinking about that side of it as well. Like what are people dealing with in their everyday lives? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. church is very important, mm-hmm. so you want it to have a positive impact on the rest of their week. Right. So what in the service, if you, let's, you might be grieving. Yeah. What could speak to you? Yeah. Um. So some of those things. And yeah. that's where I feel like I've always have a lot to learn and grow, yeah. but one area I've become mindful of. Yeah. So is there like a worship seminar you got that from or is there like, where'd you get that? Or just you were thinking about it? No, it's it's come through. There's there have been some worship symposium. Yeah. Um, online or in person mm-hmm. ago. But um, there's some roundtable discussions I've been a part of. OK. Um, Pastor Josh has helped me help yeah. grow me in that area. Yeah. Pastor Doug, too. Yeah. You know, but um. That's really yeah, good. Other things to think about. How much of like the worship planning do you coordinate with Pastor Josh? Is it kind of talking through like what his next sermon series is going to be, so you can like coordinate like the call and responses and the music and stuff with that? How yeah. much is he involved? Yeah. Um, it yeah he he does a great job of communicating to our planning team. Yeah. You know um, some of the the an overview, a good overview. And he has, yeah. I think Allie noted this too, really good yeah. notes. So that's helpful. Yes. Very good notes. Um, but I think we all feel free to reach out to, as you're planning yeah. your specific service. Um, I like to just review things and yeah, cause it's just helpful. Yeah. You know, make sure you're all on the same page. Yeah. yeah. And he has training. He knows way more about this than I do. So I might as well tap into that. Yeah. And experience. Yeah, he's been preaching a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He's led a few, a few Sunday services. mornings here and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, one area too that I want to touch on that we think about too pe- people as they come, but even guests. Yeah. Um, someone might be either looking for a church home or be mm-hmm. looking for faith. And so yeah. trying to view through their eyes mm-hmm. is. Yeah. A big responsibility. That really. has to be hard because you want to minister to guests that are coming in, but also mm-hmm. we have people that have been members their whole lives. Right. So like it's a very, you try to reach them in very different mm-hmm. ways, but mm-hmm. it's in one service. Yeah. So like yeah. thinking through that has to be 
difficult. Yeah. And e- equipping, like, do they have, um, have we given them either on the screen or through verbal yeah. or on paper, yeah. the tools that they need to participate? Yeah, for kind sure. Of thing. I was kind of thinking through that today when I was writing my thing about oh, yeah. the fundraiser. I was like, we have fairly a few new people sure. and stuff. I'm like, people probably don't know why we do this fundraiser. They don't know that this is the only one we do. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to think through like mm-hmm. if I was new or didn't knew, know anything about this, what would I want to know mm-hmm. to make me want to come to this or just learn more about the youth group in general? Because yeah. I was thinking through it. I asked the Muhlenbergs and they said they think the fundraiser started in 2010. Oh. And that's like a long time, 12 wow. years. Mm-hmm. And so people that have been members the whole time, they know what it is. But mm-hmm. we've gotten quite a few new people since then. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just a good reminder of like why we do yeah. the fundraiser. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was. It, yeah, I'm glad you're thinking about that. Yes. Yeah. I think I heard that from you oh. to think through like visitors. Oh, I just yeah. feel like we talk about visitors yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um. I think that was most of the worship planning questions I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one other thing, music plays a big role in mm-hmm. the services. Mm-hmm. So how do you kind of go about deciding what songs to sing and like what types? Because we have, like we mentioned, there's a wide range of people mm-hmm. in our church services. So like from like hymns to contemporary, like sure. how do you find that balance? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, one of the you know, we try to exactly that you, you people, some people value the older hymns, mm-hmm. um, some of the rich lyrics that they have. Yeah. Um, and then there's also some really great modern mm-hmm. hymns, even mm-hmm. like the Gettys are kind yeah. of modern hymn writers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have some of the songs that our high schoolers and middle schoolers might be learning yeah, or um, listening to. Yeah. And what do you include? There's so many. There's songs, so much. And there's so many good ones. I guess one of the things that we as a team look at is um is it singable? Yeah. For for sure. Our group, our church. Yeah. Right. Um, you have to have things that we can play and sing a little yeah. bit. And we have some great musicians for here. For sure. Some good singers, some good players. We do. Yeah. So um, but so is it singable? And then is it, you know, we look at the lyrics, mm-hmm. whether they're, um, yeah, if they are true to what we believe. Yeah. So absolutely. weigh that a little bit too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We've been trying to do, we sometimes, you know, we don't every month have a song of the month, but. Yeah. Um, I like when we do. I think it's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. To have like one yeah. that we introduce a newer one at the beginning of the yeah. month and by the end of the month, yeah. everybody knows it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's it has been a good way to kind of expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Most of them, I think we started this in like end of 2018, and okay, we haven't oh wow, oh, we haven't done it every month because no. some months just don't lend itself, and then yeah, but um, a lot of them have stuck. Yeah, so I feel like was did we have one in February? Um, or was it January? The last one we did, I really liked. Right. Well, um, we did God with us in January. Yeah, I think it was that one. I and really then liked turn that. Turn your one. eyes. Um, yeah. In February. Is there one this month? Um, you're asking me, and I should know. Yes, it's there okay is. If you don't, yes, know. there is. No, <laughs> oh, I got good. it. Well, our this is a little. Well, it might already happen by the time this airs. That's okay. Sunday school is going to introduce. Oh yes, the song for us this yes. coming month. Nice. It's for not, Lent. It's not Romans, is it? That one no. that I have to yell. 
No, but that's great. <laughs> no, it's called His Mercy is More. Okay. So it's kind of a Lent yeah. song, and they're going to introduce on March 13th. Perfect. So, yeah. Great. Yeah. Yes, but I really like when we do that. So there is some thought process that goes through yeah. picking what songs and yeah. when I mean, to add more contemporary and more hymns. And stuff right. Like we do. Yes. We want to be mindful of that and have a blended Yeah. I feel service. like we have a good balance of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, it's good for like so. some of the younger students and stuff to learn some of the hymns. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's good for some of the older people to learn more of the contemporary stuff if yep. they don't hear it on the radio or anything like that. It's good to have a mix of both. Yep. We found people to be, most people to be open-minded about that and yeah. being willing to sometimes be stretched a little bit, but also yeah. appreciate. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. good. Like the worship night. You yes. Know? Those were definitely, Allie did a great job yes. choosing those. And everybody who came was open to listening and learning. And yeah. Yeah. It was very good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the next one. Me too. Should be good. Yeah. Wonderful. One kind of personal note on, do you play the piano quite a bit at church? Mm-hmm. Is there one that you, a song you really enjoy playing? You're so good at playing the piano. Oh, you're kind. Oh. <laughs> uh, not really. I was trying to think about that answer. Yeah, that's okay if you um, don't have one. But I would say one of my favorite things to do, there are times um, on a Sunday morning with songs of praise or whatever, sometimes it, it would just be very moving. Yeah. It's just such yeah. a, it's Absolutely. a privilege to be able to to play along when everyone's mm-hmm. singing and especially when everyone's just really knows the yeah. song and is yeah. singing out. That's just, yeah, just the best. Yeah. It's a really it is neat cool. experience. Yeah. To like hear when the sanctuary gets like super loud mm-hmm. when people know the song and mm-hmm. I bet it sounds really cool from like uh-huh. up front by the piano. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. It's, that's one of my very favorite things to do. So yeah. really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, we have, like three minutes left. Okay. So we'll try to get through a few of these Sammy's six oh, questions. Yes, yes. We'll skip the first one unless it comes to you if okay. you think of something while yeah. we're talking. But okay. that's okay. We'll jump to number two, which is your favorite Christian book other than the Bible. What do you have? Well, um, I will go with actually what I know Ellie said this one too, but New Morning Mercies. Oh, yeah. Is a devotional. And yeah. Yes, absolutely love it. Nice. But another new to me book very recently is it's um entitled Morning and Evening Prayers. Okay. Um good. by Cornelius Plantinga. Nice. And it's been a, just a great tool. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. The sometimes the the words are just so rich and meaningful yeah. and yeah. So do you use it in the morning and the evening? Right. It's in yeah. morning and prayer and evening prayer. And sometimes they're so full, I'll do them two days in a row because yeah. <laughs> I just haven't, can't digest it all. Yeah. But it's opened my eyes to people and things to pray for people or things that yeah. I hadn't thought of. Yeah. You know, so. it's nice to have those books that kind of help guide you through those right. things. Right. Right. Yeah. So that nice. would be my latest. Love it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Great. I feel like you're kind of a morning person. Are you a morning person? Well, I like to be. Okay. If I You seem like a morning person. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to if I exercise in the morning. Yeah. So either a class or run. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that every day. Yeah. But it is really cool to get that done. Yeah. And out of the way and then come home I'm from the that. Opposite. You're the you're a night owl <laughs> extra, aren't you? Yeah, I work out How at like 10 p.m. It's open 24 hours. Oh. 
Yeah. So last night I went at 940. Oh, boy. <laughs> I used to do that. Yeah. Get all the well, kids to bed and then go. Yeah. Well, no one's there at that time. Yeah. So like all the stuff I want to use is open. I yeah. can don't have to be embarrassed by how heavy I'm breathing and I'm running. Like, <laughs> Well, nobody's usually outside at 530 either. Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> and the gym's but, probably not as full at 530 yeah, in the morning no. either. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Um. But when I come home, then I turn the coffee pot on. Yeah. How do you wake up your house? Lights, turn the coffee, coffee pot first thing. First thing. Yeah. Lights. Take a shower. Yeah. Just yeah. turn lights on. Yeah. Just. Do you have like curtains you open or anything? Like, do you have a set way you do things in the morning? Um, no, we don't have any curtains in the main room. Okay. Um, I guess. Yeah. No. Just turn lights on. And... The coffee and the lights. Yep. Wake up your yep. house. Yep. Great. Um, we're almost out of time. So is there one you want to talk coffee, feet or snack? Um, coffee, honestly, if I was truly honest, I'm too cheap to buy it. And there's too much sugar. I get a gut ache. That's So I'll be honest. But favorite thing to wear on my feet? Tennis shoes. That's what I was going to guess. All the time. I would, I'd sleep in them if I could. Yes. They're, what kind do you have? (laughs) I don't know. Saucony. Okay. Nice. Whatever's best for my feet. Yes. The comfiest you can run in. And I love dark chocolate. Oh. Would be my nighttime snack. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like dark chocolate too. Yeah. It's good for your heart, isn't it? Sure. I think so. Yes. Let's That's say that. Let's say. go with that. Yes. Well, we are out of time, but thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. <laughs>